Hello, good morning again. It's your most handsome guy. I know you can't see me. I know you always say this, but at the end of the day, um, anyway, my name is Hector Brown, and welcome to the Hector Brown Story Podcast. Um, today's subject has got to be about generational wealth, and we're going to talk about generational wealth from a lot of books. Um, I.e., I'm quoting Tony Robbins's book, The Money Money Mastering the Game. Okay, I also got some quotes from Scriptural Base about um, generational wealth. And if you're listening from where you are and you need to take notes, please do so. Anyway, so as I said, uh, my name is Hector Brown. Please like and share this podcast and tell someone about it and tell them about your experience and listen to me. Um, as you see, I'm very new to this. This is about my fifth podcast, but um, it's always good to introduce yourself. Anyway, how are you? I hope you're having a fantastic day from wherever you're listening from in the world. And we're going to dive straight into it. Right. So in Proverbs 21 verse 20, it says the wise man serves for saves for the future. Right. So. Proverbs 21 verse 20 the wise man saves for the future yeah and any enterprise it's built by wise planning becomes strong through common sense right I mean that tells you from a scriptural base that we should be building wealth from common sense because common sense will tell you if you've got children and you need your children to inherit something from your legacy meaning that something that you've done that they can literally live on and um, use for themselves as a tool to make sure they, 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 they sustain what they're doing right so okay reading through tony robbins's book it tells uh well it kind of out, out plans out what you should be doing when you have wealth and so you could leave it for your children's children and it gives you all these instruments from the likes of jp morgan and other financial institutes and how you can diversify your portfolio so if you do not know about diverse diversification sorry about that i'm just in this nice nice beautiful some in Australia they call it outback but in England we call it forest <laughs> but anyway going back uh, it tells you how to diversify your funds and put it across many instruments meaning that if you got let's say put it down to like how you, you use bank accounts you got five different bank accounts so you know that somewhere along the line you know what some people could dip into one of the bank accounts and the bank account would dip so if you've got five bank accounts you're not going to want it to dip into all five accounts you're just going to use one for the one specific thing one for another specific thing and one for another but at over a time period they will compound and give you some form of interest although sometimes the bank doesn't give you the best interest in the world but that's for another subject anyway let's dive straight into it what is generational wealth mean to you as a person what does generational wealth mean to you as a person? And it comes down to you, the individual, what it means to you. Because if generational wealth means to you that I have to have assets that for my children, children to, as you can hear in the background, I'm in the outdoors. It's so great to be in the outdoors. Anyway, going back to what I was saying, if it's something that means to you that your children's children can continue in your name and you put things into place so they can do so. Right, for me, generational wealth, it, it, it starts like this, okay? I want to be remembered for something that I did, i.e. business-wise or, or asset-wise that they can say, oh, granddad did that for me, yeah? So my grandchild right now, so I've been blessed to have a grandchild. I'm 45 right now to be blessed with a grandchild from early. So I'm growing with her. So that's a part of my financial um, legacy, knowing that I've gave her 
time because time is one of the 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 the, the, the essence of of um when it comes to finances you're, you're, you're putting sweat equity with, with with your grandchild but in saying that they cannot spend sweat equity <laughs> so what i have to do now is think of ways which i know that in generations to come okay granddad we need to go to to new mexico okay darling um here's my account you can go and and book the flight yeah so if i didn't have that in place from a younger from from when she's young so when she gets older and when she doesn't want to do things with me she cannot execute that but if you do it from a standpoint where you know what you have to plan ahead that listen this generational wealth thing i want to enjoy with my family i want to enjoy with my granddaughter i want to enjoy with my if you live to see your your, your, your granddaughter's grand like your great great grand right so generational wealth from that standpoint is very very important right in proverbs it also states as well a good man leaves inheritance to his children's children this verse keeps our life goals and our vision and legacy in front of us and center of us that means that at the end of the day if it's coming from a, a, a scriptural based thing where it states him in 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 proverbs that people before us yeah people before us must have went through something where they spoke about legacy and some obviously at some point in time there must have been a a group of people that didn't leave their legacy so obviously this has been recorded for future generations to tell you that listen this happened in the past and this is the situation that happened because they did not save and they didn't leave anything for their for their their, their, their grandchild and obviously poverty set up on that grandchild because someone didn't take the time out and their, their diligence to say let me sit down and let me put together a, a a plan so my grandchild will have a little bit more ease financially so if you think like that and say to yourself no i want my child to have financial ease yeah i've been through the situation where i am going to work hard so i cut my child's time of working this hard because i've done part of the work for my child that is generational legacy so if you're looking at from that that standpoint where you know what you've got to think of lessening the load for your child's child okay anyway um as i as i'm going through some of the notes that i've written and 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 taking it from a scriptural um, standpoint because if you're doing it from something that is written from two thousand years ago so this is not something that is new to you and it's not going to be something that is new to me yeah, because people before us has literally set out templates. And if you're going back through to the Roman days when Caesar was around and he used to put gold here and gold over here to make sure his empire stays intact and in place. And if you're going back and talked about empire now, let's, let's, let's go to that aspect of it. If you're going to kings and queens, they will make sure that the, the, the legacy of the, 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 the queen queendom or the kingdom it stays intact because they have to bring their, their, their children in in a way that they they pass on the information that keeps them keep them relevant to the time yeah so obviously if you're a king you're going to bring up a prince in the way that he knows how to run a kingdom yeah so that is generational legacy and generational wealth passed down to to a prince because the prince one day shall become a king and so forth so forth so if you're if you if if, if you're a king and you've got a, a, a daughter you know that future somewhere in the future she will become a queen so you're going to have to get the aid around her to trying to teach her a lot of things to do with the empire you're going to have to get a a, a, a a some of the people some of the instruments that teach her how to do 
to do taxes. You're going to teach her some part in the empire how to go and invest. Yeah, because a lot of us didn't get these sort of teachings in school. And I don't know why they didn't teach it in school, but at the end of the day, it's never too late to learn. Because at the end of the day, in this, in this day and age, it is down to us because information right now is freely and readily available across the day. There is no excuse where we can sit down and say, oh, by the way, no one told us how to create generational legacy. As we are saying, going back to Proverbs, it says a good man leaves inheritance to his children's children. There you, there you getting it from scriptural base, from scriptural base that that is part of your duty. That is part of your daily routine that you have to sit down and think of, not just think about yourself of enjoying what you're what we are doing right now, but you've got to think of your children enjoying what you have did. Yeah, so that is part of what you do. That's part of your daily goal. So if you're trying to set a goal for yourself, that is part of your daily goal. To sit down and thinking to yourself, okay, in order for me to make my life seem worthwhile lived and people can look back on it and thinking, because at the end of the day, when your name still stays, when you're not here no more, people can tell you by your, your, your work. Yeah, if you look at great men, you look on the body of work that they did, their legacy lives on, they, they live on through their legacy of work and that's generational wealth. One of the greatest men that I grew up to admire and in, 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 in my time, grew up in Jamaica and I can look back now, who's known throughout the world for his legacy is Bob Marley. So obviously his sons now can come back and sing some of his songs at concert. They don't have to write the song anymore. They don't have to even go around to record his studios and record um, new equipment if they do not um, wish to do so they can live off their father's legacy because their father's legacy is known throughout the universe if you go in any country right now and you, you put up a picture of Bob Marley they instantly can say okay he is the man that did One Love and he can see so many songs that he has in his catalogue that's generational legacy and generational wealth yeah so his children can keep a concert in his name although he's not even prison but that's how generational legacy and wealth is passed down so what are you going to do about your generational legacy and your generational wealth i decided you know what over the years i wanted to become a dj but then can i pass on my dj skills to my children i had to think about that do they want to become a, a, a dj and then i said to myself many of them no most probably they don't what am I doing? She likes dancing. So some aspect of music, I've passed it on to my daughter um, via music. Because obviously the love of music, she did not take the aspect of DJing, but she took some aspect of the music to do dance. So that is some part of the legacy that I've passed on to her. But something that I would love to pass on to her is what I'm doing now. My podcast to say, you know what? My dad did this podcast and I can go back into the, to the archives. And if this podcast became world, world, becomes world famous, I am the daughter of Hector. Right. So that is generational legacy. Right, so if you're taking it from that standpoint and another generational wealth and legacy is time time spent because time spent is the legacy that children will always remember you for so you the amount of time you spend with your child and the amount of information you partake in, in giving to the child that they can help themselves when you're no longer around but they their memories of you will sustain in their head it's like going into a computer tapping in to a certain program and certain words that you've said to that child will help them to sustain them in the future so they can pass that on to their children's children and say you know what my dad said this and it worked for me 
right just like my dad is no longer around god rest his soul in in before he he left earth he said to me never own a credit card i said to myself why is he telling me that why is he telling me that why don't or why should i own a credit card right so obviously something that has gone on in his life what he's experienced and he doesn't want me to experience that same experience that listen if i tell him not to own a credit card obviously i've done something with credit card which i know that i had the effects of the credit card that means you shouldn't go out there and make the silly mistake that i did yeah because obviously if you ain't disciplined like i was undisciplined and you're my child and i know that you're gonna be tempted to some of the stuff that i was tempted to so obviously he gave me in a subtle way that listen do not own a credit card he didn't give me an explanation behind it but now growing older in, in wisdom i could see what he tried to say to me because some people are not disciplined financially to own a credit card and if you're not financially disciplined you will go out there and splurge and all of a sudden you're in a slave debt because debt is slavery so when you have to be working for someone else to pay off the 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 the, 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 the how can i put it now let, get me, let me get the word out if you have to go out there and pay off the the the, the interest on the on the card so obviously you borrowed what you had to borrow but then you have to pay the interest and that's what comes in when you're going to use a credit card i'm not saying that if you're if you're disciplined don't get one but if you're if you know to yourself that listen you like to splurge right and you know that you can't curb your spending habits stay away from credit cards so that is part of the generational wealth that my dad gave me and i thanked him for it because at the end of the day a lot of things that i did was cash based if i did not have the cash i said to myself you know what i am not going to go out there and spend what i do not have in my account so i have to be accountable for what i have in my account so yes i feel comfortable in going out there and executing what i have to execute also on the point of wealth and generational legacy i, I came upon um a stumbling block a stumbling block in my in my late 30s coming into my 40s i looked around in my, my on my on my results and i figured to myself hold on here i've got a job can this job suffice me from now on into my later 50s and my later 60s and i started to look around and say to myself a jobs only give me security for now but what can i create for my legacy for my child right so i start to look at the instruments that i can utilize with my job and i said to myself if i pinch 30 to 40 pounds a week and i put it over this account to compound compound over time what can i do with that so i flew to myself and i started doing that and then i said to myself it's still not enough what can i do to generate that sort of wealth that i can pass down to my grandchild so i said to myself you know i'm gonna have to have a side income where i can compound and make sure put it into certain assets as certain asset, asset columns where it works for itself and it makes an income meanwhile i sleep so on that note i started a listen man i just literally went out there and bought books i bought every single thing that i can get my hands on to do with wealth building and personal development and i started my journey in about 2016 and the amount of things that was thrown up in the stuff that i didn't know about building well because i thought it was just the simple thing that go out there work take some part of your funds put it in an account and hope over time i quote the word hope over time that it gives me enough money for when i'm older to look after myself and can look after my child and when i do the maths when i sat down and do the maths it did not add up because it only took me two two years because even looking back on my portfolio when it came into my my 
my um my retirement fund right even down to the retirement couldn't even look after myself so i said to myself all right then if that cannot look after me myself and i and my family around me yeah what do i have to do so one of the things i had to do was to sit down and study the people who went about putting together structures that can feed their family generations and generations down the line right so that is part of what i had to do and in going looking through certain books i saw to myself that you know what there's a lot that i didn't know there is definitely a lot that i didn't know so i had to start looking on people who built generational wealth i started to look at like the 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 the, the, the rothschilds who build generational wealth and how they go about doing it as a family unit i had to go and look on wealthy men i like richard branson i read one of his book called screw it let's do it and the stuff that he did to build generational wealth that from he and and how he did it and reading through some of his um chapters he went about how he explained how how he built his his wealth yeah he went to his mom and his mom was a was a nurse um talked to talked her way into become a a pilot a, a, um what's it called a, a air hostess and how she 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 accumulated her income so when it came to her son to build wealth he had to borrow money from her mortgage her house and also borrowed money from his aunt so his wealth came through his family yeah, so if his family didn't put themselves in a position where they could turn around and help Sir Richard Branson, that he wouldn't become the head of Virgin and have at least, uh, the last time I checked, was 300 and odd different streams of income. So you know to yourself from hearing 300 different streams of income, that is generational wealth in itself. Because if, say for instance, for argument's sake, he lose at least 100 streams of income, he's still got... 200 streams of income that he can pass down to his children to execute and making sure that his family are well looked after so that sparked my 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 behavior to say you know what what am i going to do like sir richard branson and he took on to himself to 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 go out there and start something because he see that he could see in himself that what he was doing you know what I mean? If he continued on that path, it would only take him so far. So he went and done something about it. So that is why I started this podcast saying, generational wealth, what does it mean to you? And please, 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 please like, share and comment and DM me on, on, on my Instagram at the Hector Brand Stories. And thank you for listening. Anyway, let's get back to it. Generational wealth for me and what it meant right so generational um, wealth for me as i was saying going through sir richard branson's book it taught me a lot on i should be looking in the market how can i position myself in the market i.e the financial market and all the instruments that is available for people to investing yeah and all the instruments that we can look around and and say how much percentage does it give you um back on, on your roi like reverse on in um return on investment right so if it gives you a certain percentage then you know compounded of a certain time a year or over a certain period um, of years will give you this amount of income yeah so that is one of the instruments that i looked at also i had to look into um bonds right how does bonds work now a person who has never been educated in this sort of field now i have to look into that what is bonds what is stocks what is what is what what is um asset allocation these stuff i have no clue about and then i said to myself i have to become a student again 
I have to literally become a student again, learning about these curbs and learning about how to position myself as a person in this world and knowing from scripturally based from Proverbs 13 verse 22 said, a good man leaves an inheritance um, to his children's children. Yeah. Now that really puts me in a spot thinking to myself, it is part of my duty. It is part of my duty to do this. Okay, so moving forward, I had to be looking towards Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins teaching in his book about um, asset diversification and methods, okay, and stuff that we should be, should be looking out for. And he talks about some of the myths about generational wealth. And he talks about some of the, some of the companies that um, allow you to build generational wealth and reading... Um, uh, obviously let's go to this book Money Mastering the Game has taught me a lot it's taught me a lot about asset um, allocation and diversification and impact on fees and all the all of the people and some of these names I didn't even know existed like a fiduciary what was that to me and I mean your financial advisor who are you getting your financial advice from and that's another aspect of it from so if you're looking to build generational wealth you have to go to someone is literally in that position who's doing it say i.e someone is in their 80s or or someone in their 90s that has actually gone through the system and put in place structures that you can literally see in real time so financial wealth is and and and, and a legacy of finances you have to look on it from the, the standpoint of easing some of the pressure on your child yeah investing software website personal funds um personalfunds.com that's something that i digged out from the money mastery book and it teach you it also um looking in the, the money mastery book it teaches you to go on tony robbins site and do a calculation yeah do a calculation over a, a period of time of what your, your 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 assets will calculate out to in the next 10 to 15 years yeah he speaks about um um the the, the gross return and an annual um income yeah it talks about expenses ratio it talks about trading costs it talks about net return yeah so those are some of the, the the financial instruments that we need to learn about in building our wealth because if you're just a person looking to wing it you cannot wing it in life i've tried that for 20 nearly 30 of years and i reached to a spot like okay i've did this but when you start looking at yourself and say to yourself you know what i am i, I am circulating my next week notice that i'm not saying spend i am circulating my next week's wages this week they said to me, they said to yourself, if I keep that up, then how am I building a financial legacy for my children's children? If I'm spending, or should I say, circulating your next week's income if you're in a, uh, a, a job this week, that means you're living from paycheck to paycheck. So to get yourself out of that cycle, you have to be financially educated. Yeah, because as I said, like myself, I wasn't financially educated because sometimes you have to look on your results to tell you that and when you start looking at your results because results do not lie if you want to know how far you are in life look at your results and results do not lie yeah so results tells you where you're going up or where you're going down and another way to look at your results go and look at your bank statement on a regular basis that's something that i learned from grant cardone i want to say thank you to uncle g 
Look at your bank statement like you would look at your, 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 your food. Look at it every day. He pounds that in what he says. He goes, go and look at your bank. He goes, look at your money every day. Look at your money. Yeah, remember that your money is your legacy. Look at your income. Look at your outgoing. Yeah, look at your money. Pay attention to it. Because if you do not pay attention to your money, he says, money is like a woman. You've got to pay attention to your money. Quoting Grant Cardone. Yeah, he said, look at your money every day. Yeah, and it will tell you what you're doing. You tell your money what to do. So obviously, if you're taking out your statements and you can see your spending habits as what I've been doing. And I look at my bank, my bank statements and all I could see on there is Tesco, 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 petrol station, petrol station. Some people, that will be gas station, but petrol station. That tells me a lot that I need to curb my Tesco spending because on my bank statement it keeps on telling me how many times I've tapped on to use my card so I should be buying in bulk and that will stop my traveling to Tesco's that you know what I mean on, on a regular basis so that money what I'm spending in petrol if I just sat down myself and say you know what I'm doing a list for the week yeah the money that I save in petrol that could be added to my asset column to build generational wealth for 20 years down the road that I can look on it and say I've saved money in this aspect of what I am doing yeah and then my grandchild would make use of that money that I've I've, 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 I've occurred or saved yeah and another thing do not <laughs> what I've learned from Grant Cardone was do not hoard cash because all cash is trash put it in a vehicle Put it in a vehicle that will move, what will, 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 will move, and it will earn you, yeah. And 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 because there, um, I've, what I've read in in, in um, sorry if I'm starting here, I'm just looking from one book to another. That um, in the richest man in Boblin, that your finances have babies. <laughs> That's something when I came across it, I had to laugh. Your finances has babies that means that if you put in a pound your pound will accumulate some form of baby i.e 10 pence that is it giving birth to more money yeah so that is where i had to look at things and, and push it position my mind and say to myself you know what i have to be like how some of the great people of this day position themselves to leave for their children and you can tell by some of these financial institutes yeah you can literally tell from the jp morgan and 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 the, the likes of rockefeller what they did you know what i mean for generation and generation like john d rockefeller he sat down and he mapped out something that can work for him for four or five generations down the road now if you can sit down right and get out a pen and paper and then you can write down if you put this away per year and you can literally calculate it over a 40 or 50 year span yeah and you know say for 50 years my fourth grandchild after 50 years can have this amount of money then each day you get up you know your goals you know your task you know what to do you know what direction you should be heading in because every day you're thinking of five generations from now passing down your generation and your name is attached to what you're doing then that in itself will make sure you push on to what you're doing yeah so generational wealth you know what i mean it should be attached to your name 
okay becoming your own individual bank meaning that um i remember um the other day i was listening to jake taylor who's in um, a course that i'm learning from called um the private banking blueprint was teaching about um having your own bank and why you should have your own bank meaning that you should set yourself up for life take out life insurance on you know what i mean take out life insurance that's have these instrument in place put a million pound on the insurance that means if anything happens to you god per se um, god for, um, forbid it happen in the next 40 or 50 years or however long you want to be on planet earth but these things should be in place that like anything happened to you they get a, 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 a half a million a million or two million pound payout just because you use your due diligence of saying that you know what i've taught this instrument of financial wealth and went out there and researched this insurance company and this is how much i have to put in per month and if anything happens my children gets this so that is another way of using another instrument yeah so most of these things we just think that we just take our insurance and that's it and we do not go through the policies and and and, and some of the some of the some of the wheel kits that says all right what i what the, what does this uh, entail and i still got to go through a lot of these things i'm not just coming on the podcast and say i'm picture perfect the reason why i'm speaking of this is is because i still have to go through this and i would love for someone who's gone through the procedure and and put things into place and they have grandchildren that can educate me I'd love to hear from you and some of the instruments that is available out there that I do not know of. Because when you act like you know it all, you end up knowing nothing. Yeah, so you have to become a student of learning. So this podcast is about me learning as well. And if someone out there can teach me, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a DM and leave me an email on my Instagram, the Hector Brown story um the underscore hector brown story on instagram leave me a direct message or please send me an email at um, hector brown at gmail hector brown 576 at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you because at the end of the day a person who acts like they know it all will end up no no no, no nothing at all yeah so this is the 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 the, the 80 20 rule i'm giving the 80 percent I want to know out there and I want to receive 20% of knowledge that can give me a 20-80% chance in this financial world that I can help my child's child child right so I am trying to I am building not trying I am building that mindset so see my child my child see me doing that that will make my child want to do it for her child yeah and that's another part of building generational wealth as well you have to do it in real time because if you're doing it in real time in front of your children then your children can see that at the end of the day at the end of the day that your child see you're you're building something for yourself your child literally seeing that you're building something for yourself and that they see you doing it so obviously some people learn from seeing you doing yeah your child seems um, learning something from seeing you doing and if they're learning from seeing you, seeing you doing something they will implement that themselves they will implement that themselves yeah because at the end of the day children learn from their parents right children will turn around and learn from their parents i guaranteed at some point in their lifetime i.e sir richard branson the reason why i'm saying sir richard branson is someone that i can relate to in england that has had that has 300 or different streams of income is that he in some point in his life took his children sat them down and said to them you know what this is what virgin's about 
right? I'm going to teach you this, how I did this about virgin. And I want you to, to execute this for me. So you cannot say I did not teach you that. You cannot say I did not teach you that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if he comes to a board meeting and he can't turn up to the meeting to execute the meeting, he has taught his child generational wealth enough that like, listen, this is the paper what you need. This is the lawyer that you need to speak to. And this is the, 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 the financial advice advisor that you need to go into the meeting with. So that is doing generational wealth as well. So these are the things that when you're doing it, generational wealth, you also need to bring your family around you to let them see you doing it in real time. Yeah, to let them see that you're doing it in real time. Yeah, so yeah, to let them see that you're doing it in real time because that is a part of generational wealth as well. When your family is learning along the generation with you. Yeah, when your family is sitting there learning with you and you literally can reference books in front of them and you can literally tell your child and that's a part of it as well when they're in front of you and you can literally show them. Listen, go and read Tony Robbins. All right, you want to learn about tax? Go and read this book about tax. Oh, you want to learn about trading? This is the book that I learned about trading. Oh, you want to be mentored I, and go to some of the mentors that has taught me? I'll tell you what you do, right? Phone this guy. Yeah, and this is and this is a part of generation as well. Phone this guy, one of my good friends. Go over to him, mention my name, Sir Richard Branson, and he will take care of you. Now, if you're there in front of them when they're building that wealth, that is one of the most gracious things you could ever witness. Because that's in real time. You're not going to some book because you're there in front of the person building it with them. Right. So me building a podcast like Natalie standing there watching me building a podcast. She's there watching my progression in it. So in time to come, when it is come to her to do her podcast right she knows what to do to get passionate about her podcast to go into the surroundings to get the to get the, 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 the information around her obviously being a remote area where she can express herself yeah that is building generational legacy because not a lot of people are comfortable in building generational legacy unless they learn from somebody who's doing it yeah and that's how we build generational legacy so there is many aspects of way of going about it, but sometimes we have to be topical and sometimes we have to be hands-on, sometimes we have to be visual and sometimes we have to listen. We have to literally listen and home in. And I will come back to the point again, and I'll always say this through this podcast, what does generational wealth mean to you? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to your children's children's children? Taking something that you took time out to do, your energy, and put your effort and gone and done. Yeah? Something that they can look back on and say, my granddad did this 300 years ago. And I'm still living 300 years later of his legacy. Yeah? There's something that, is, that has been put down. And then right now, you can go in history. And there's companies that's been running from... 200 years ago the stock market has been going from roman times if you study about the stock market and exchange that has been going from from everlasting if you study like um trade and commerce and and from pirate days these things have been it been back and forward from 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 time leaving one port leaving from one port to the next port to bring goods and commerce across the planet earth so we can enjoy each other's wealth you know what i mean at some point in time somebody had to teach another person how to do that so that is giving generational wealth and we should be in a point where you know what i want some of that i want to see my child enjoy that i want to see my grandchild enjoy that i want to enjoy that now with my child children and my grandchild yeah so that is part of generational wealth so 
generational wealth what does that mean to you what does that mean to you the individual what does that mean to you to know that at the end of the day you've done something that is worthwhile that you can literally hold and see in the flesh what does that mean it's something tangible yeah that building there i bought that building there and my grandchild will own that building someday because i put it in a trust fund yeah that 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 piece of land that i bought over there that will be going down to my children's children's children that they can build a house on there i put it in a trust fund for them yeah so when they build that land and it goes oh whose land is that oh my granddaddy did that the smile on their face that ease the pressure on them to try and go out there and try to accumulate an income to try and buy the land because granddaddy took care of business yeah and as what i said going back to 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 some of the scripture in deuteronomy yeah but remember the Lord, our God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Yeah. In Deuteronomy 8 verse 18, it says that he gives you that day diligent and that day diligent mindset to go out there and execute and use your mentality because it is part of who we are. Yeah, it is part of who we are. You know, what I mean, being if you're religious or not. You know what I mean? God came on earth and he left his legacy. Yeah, his generational wealth. Just look around you. Everything around you is a part of what he left to us to take care of. So now we have to take care of this in his name. Yeah, he sent us many teachers how to go back and take care of his earth. You know what I mean? In, in, in Genesis, you know what I mean? He says, um, go and subdue the earth. You know what I mean? He gave us, gave us instructions what to do. So we have to now do for ourselves and then give our children instructions what to do meanwhile we're here yeah we have to instruct our children what to do so when they come time when it comes time for them to instruct their children what to do it's like what the infinite intelligence what they did what he did for us yeah he gave us plants trees he gave us fruit he gave us things to take he gave us gold to trade he gives us the sky to fly our planes in it, 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 it can go on and on and so forth yeah everything around us is is commerce everything around is commerce to build wealth yeah and if you look on some of the most some of the most wealthiest men they've gone into these scriptures and dug out some of the scriptural base thing and say you know what i have to stick to some of these things because it is taught by men who did it before me and if someone's done it before you scripturally based that means that this is standing on strong columns this is standing on strong wealth columns and it's standing on strong wealth education and part of the education going back to even to Jesus's day yeah he had to pull together a mastermind to make sure his wealth continued because even in today's scriptures Jesus's words are still present 2000 and year, 2000 and odd years later meaning that at some point when he sat down Paul Matthew John and he was giving them the asset of word yeah his sweat equity his sweat equity of what he was doing and they were seeing his sweat equity of healing people so they can go out and heal people themselves through his words and people around the world right now are still building wealth even right in their own books of their account of what Jesus did and they accumulated in wealth so obviously he has passed down generational wealth that is generational wealth your words is generational wealth yeah because by even me just speaking something to you right now you something that I've said right now made you sit down and think you hold on I did not know that young man I am going to literally look into that yeah I am going to literally take up a Tony Robbins book and look on 
on, on Tony Robbins app and how to go through Tony Robbins um, wealth calculator and then calculating my wealth. Now, if you did not know anything, you know, I've heard about this Tony Robbins, but I live, never literally gone through and see through what he's on about. Yeah, I hear about Jake, Jake Taylor, but I've never literally gone through and see what he's all about. Yeah, so now you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm hearing these names dropped, but who are these people? No, most probably you've never heard of these people. Yeah, Ben X and, 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 and how he taught on his, his, his um, Instagram page. I've never heard of this brother. You know what I mean? These people are young, but at the end of the day, we have old accounts of something. And then we have modern day version of something. And if we learn about the, 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 the old accounts, which the Bible will teach you about old accounts, but the pillar of what it stands on still stands and makes relevance to 2021, 2022, because it is a guidance and it forecasts what, it, what is to come. And even the, even the scriptures itself is a forecast of what's to come. That means that is generational wealth itself. Because if somebody's forecasting and teaching you about something that has done, over five or six or seven or eight thousand years ago and said generation and generations to come because it's forecasting if you do not take these steps now generations to come you will see what i am talking about so people thank you very much for listening i've done 40 minutes and i'm going to wrap this up and i want to say to you said to you thank you very much i want to thank you very much where i'm recording my podcast is near the lake in a nice setting and i thank the trees for giving me the energy as per usual for making me deliver a wonderful podcast and at the end of the day you should try podcasting yourself and as what i said to you and i said to you to, to, to you the listener earlier on i would love to hear from you because this is not a one-way conversation this is a two-way conversation i am here to learn yeah and until the day i am old and gray and i can no longer speak or listen or hear right i will want to learn as a person of education and trying to self-educate personal development and developing my skills and sharpening my attributes of learning of how to build generational wealth because all around us we can see generational wealth yeah generational wealth is all around us it is built around us open your eyes you can see yeah and if you haven't got sight open listening and you can listen to generational wealth yeah so even seeing that is generational wealth to, to us yeah ducks over there duck pass down duck information an ant passed down an information a dog passed down dog information a a a, a bird that flies past down bird information all these things are energy that passes that information from one next from one to the other right the baton if you're watching a re relay and i'm going to close on this point if you're watching the re relay and how people are circulating the track of of of, of the uh, circulating the athletics track that one will start the race pass on to the other the other one will pick up speed and making sure they maintain that pace and pass a baton to another person right which is the third person and the fourth person who gets the baton they have to run like their life depend on it to go to the finish line to win yeah so that's how you should look on it from a generational standpoint you are in a relay yeah you are in a relay that meaning that you have to start the race so the strongest starter meaning that if you start strong you will end strong yeah, if you as a person will start strong as in, right, my family has never started wealth. My family has never built wealth. And at the end of the day, they wasn't exposed to certain wealth standard and certain wealth material. I have to be the start of the relay. 
yeah i am taking up the baton right now so i went and bought every single instrument to deal with wealth yeah i have learned and i sat down and i've read all these books and now i am fully equipped to start the relay so the next person who you pass it on to here's the baton now you give them all that knowledge and all the books that you've started relay with now your way of doing it is going to be somewhat old yeah so now they took your books and they bought brand new books in their time frame and they've accumulated your knowledge on top of their knowledge so that's the second part of the relay yeah the books that they bought and they bought to another part of the relay and they give another part of the relay and they give it to the person that's calling their child they accumulated knowledge they took the books from the person who started it and the books from the person who was in the middle and they bought more books of the modern day instrument remember the thing still remains the same but it's just the modern day version of so obviously they've gone further right and when it comes to the last person who's just supposed to sprint down the road now and to make sure that that is the the, the, the generation generational wealth it stays intact now they um have the instrument now oh yeah we've built now we built like a million now so we, we're going to the finish line yeah and they've crossed the finish line with millions so now they have built the legacy of a time frame of passing on the baton people thank you very much for listening to me and please share and please listen out for for more of my podcast my name is hector brown i end up listening to the hector brown story podcast thank you very much for listening and please like share and i want to thank to anchor fm for for hosting this and i want to thank to the universe for giving me the pleasure for utilizing my talent and my voice i will see you on another podcast the most handsomest guy in the world i'm going to sign out see you later bye